Hey, this is gonna be our intro music. Uh-huh. That might be your best yet, <laughs> Nick Crawford. Hello and welcome to Five Minutes, Minutes with, with Five, five women. women. I'm Nick Crawford. And I'm Kaylin Reeves. And welcome to your podcast about the Texas State University's production of Five Women Wearing the Same Dress by, by Alan Ball. Ball. Alan, if you're listening, I couldn't find your email address. <laughs> I seriously did kind of write something up to send him, but I couldn't find his email address. You know, I've been thinking about that as well. Yeah. Like, Alan, if you're listening, which who knows? Go ahead and hit us up at 5minutes5women, that's the number 5, at gmail.com, and we'd love to have you as a guest slash talk about your show. Yeah. Anyway, Kaylin, how are you today? I'm doing... I don't really usually ask that. Let's just get to the episode. Uh, Okay. (laughs) All right, well, welcome, Tony and Nick. Wow, what a new place. Thanks for having me. I know, it's so, like, you. this is your first time? Yeah, you say this is Michael's office? Yeah, this, this is, is Michael's exactly office. This is exactly how I expected it to look. Michael's Dungeon of Theatricals. So, let's cut to the chase. Um, what is it like playing Trip in the context of the show? It's just the same as every day I play a smooth-talking pretty boy. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Tony? Uh, Tony, you want to give a better answer? Within the context of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, I, I don't know. I think Trip is a weird little, not weird, not weird at all, but I think Trip is a is an interesting button to the end of this very, at times whimsical, but other times deadly serious show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's it's sort of like uh, the final like comment on the world in this relationship that's built by Trip and Trisha or like, the expectations of all of these things kind of culminates in that conversation. So playing Trip in the context of the show is like, it feels like playing the period on, the, on this long sentence, long and confusing sentence. It's also kind of like playing an alien just a bit. Yeah, like you because, come in at the very end. Uh-huh. And, and you feel literally like a different, like a, a being from a different world. Right. Because even though this is like all Tracy's wedding and you're like also part of it as an usher... Um, you're you're still you know of the different sex, right? You know, a man yeah. in this woman's world, and so you you it's it's a palpable tension that you walk into. I'm just like, hi everybody, uh, oh. hi. <laughs> and there's like this weird responsibility in that sense, like being the the man in this woman's show, like the portrayal of like what men are in this world is very like it's very it's varied within the show itself. So mm-hmm. like. Coming in and being this like creature, <laughs> you know, like being being this mythical creature that they've been talking about for this whole time, and like just like a like almost like a monster. <laughs> no, but like it like it's, is it kind of like um, not being allowed in your sister's room when she has friends over? Yeah, that sort of thing. And then you're like finally entered to talk to the. Do you have a sister, sister? Tony? I, I have I do have an older sister. I don't I can't answer this question. Well, I never I never <laughs> like I've never been in that situation with my older sister because she's way older than me. Oh, okay. So I never had to like she's never been like talking to her friends or ever walked in anything like that. But I have been like, you know, like when you're like 
your girl friends or friends that are right. girls are talking about like dudes and then like you walk into that room like I've done that before and it's like what is that you know it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like Sasquatch walking out of so, the woods <laughs> are you saying that people are like affected by your presence by just walking into a room <laughs> <laughs> in in the least conceited way possible yes, yes. i am and that in is, the most conceited way possible yes, yes I, am. I am it's a weird balance of the two mm. um because I mean, trip is very like smooth and yeah. i think he'd be aware of that presence and wouldn't like be embarrassed of it he's like that's, the game. It. He's that's like, just the game I'm he's playing. got it that's who i am i'm a smooth talking drug-induced wild boy you see this earring that's the presence that's the presence <laughs> you remove this earring i'm done <laughs> That's where I draw my power. <laughs> Tantalizing. <laughs> so, we know a little bit more about who Trip Davenport is in this room of women. So, do you relate to Trip at all? Is there, like, um, has it been different getting into character for him? Or do you find things about him that you relate uh, to? I, I, I do. I find a similarity in, like, um, the fact that, like, I feel like Trip, Griffin Lyle Davenport the Third, mm-hmm. and like his like his, the fact that his name is that, and then he changes it to Trip, kind of tells me something about yeah, like for sure. the what like I don't know like it's got like a kid named Nick who took the C out in right to, to try to be a thing you know yeah. and I feel and I, and I know that like I I feel that like for sure like I I know what that feels like because like. Like Anthony is not as good a name as Tony, in my opinion, and I made that sh- I made that switch like very early in my life. But so I think like that aspect of the character I, I relate to because I feel like there's there's a statement being made in Five Women about the how society thinks women should be like being a debutante, being a debutante, or being a quote unquote dyke, and like being for men. I think there's probably a similar thing, even though there's the the, the patriarchy of the society is much was much bigger back then than it, than it is now. Yeah. Um, there is still that like that thing that men face where they're expected to be cool or they're expected to have their shit together, they're expected to be sly and mm-hmm. smooth. And I think Trip is the kind of person who maybe has not always been that but has found himself um, wanting to do that or, like, trying to and like capable. trying to fit that. And capable, perfectly capable. Like, yeah. I, I honestly think Trip is kind of the kind of guy who was, like, really, like, fat growing up, you know? And then, like, recently, has, not, not recently, like, in his age, but, like, maybe, like, in college or, like, high school mm-hmm. or maybe after that, like found himself like conventionally handsome so like has all this attention and is having to like you know navigate through relationships and like the aspect of all that thing a little bit later in life or like trying to figure out who he is or in that sense because I think there's a lot of like Trip is a bad boy usher and he's like you know he has cocaine he does drugs he's cool but there's also like I don't want to be insignificant and I want you to like me for real and I, I want there to be more between you and us and I think all of those things are true in like like my life like I've, I've seen some similarities that way like I felt that pressure before and I know what that feels like mm-hmm. and I see that in Trip and I don't and I honestly like looking at other productions of the show and like looking at the, the show in the past I don't think that's something that is brought to Trip a lot like I think he's often played like a just like a, a bad boy the entire time hey, or, like, babe. yeah like <laughs> hey babe like he's like gross and like I think most people would say that Alan Ball put Trip in that to be that mm-hmm. you know that representation of what like how gross men can be because that's what like has been talked about this whole time, but I don't think that's true. So I'm trying to find like where that is, how like that balance in Trip, and I think that makes him more human, and it makes this. I mean, it makes the scene more interesting. There's so many levels to it. 
Um, for me, um, I what I find similar in Trip, and I'm not. Oh God, it's hard to say this without being like <laughs> I'm so aware. But like, he's super aware of like the game that that like relationships are, you know, and like how and playing conversations, you know. He knows like what this move is and what this move is, and it, and I don't think I think it may be weird if you take that and be like, so I'm now going to manipulate these chicks, you know. And I I think I connect with it more if I like. If I find in myself that yes, I recognize that this is just what communication is like, and it can be whack, it can be ridiculous, and I think Trip sees it's ridiculous, and so he's a lot more comfortable like sitting in it and joking around and bringing it to attention, you know, bringing the games that like these um, platonic to romantic relationships made uh, uh, entail, and so I I think I, I see a lot of that in myself, um, and I also. No, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah, cool. I'm also just as successful uh, romantically and sexually as he is. That's true. Yeah. So, so I just want to make sure like, that's in the podcast. Right. Tantalizing. Second time you use that word. <laughs> <laughs> now it's effective. The second um, time. So, without further ado, um, can you leave us with something that the audience may not get until they see the show? It may be one word. It may be one sentence. One, two. Three. Don't stop reaching. Frosted tips. (laughs) Oh my. And you heard it straight from Michael Rao's office. Well, thank you guys for talking to us today. We can't wait to see the show. So I hope you enjoyed talking to me. Oh, I loved it. I I really enjoyed it. I did. Great. See you there, listener. Bye. Bye Bye-bye now. Okay. All right. Now it's time for your favorite part of the podcast, and my favorite part of the podcast, listener questions. What do we have today, Nick? Today's question comes from Chase Naylor, our very own Chase Naylor. Chase asks, did you find what I went in and hid on the set yet? Oh. (laughs) What? Well. Chase, we really want to keep it real here, and we only accept real questions so we want to thank you for going through the time of yeah we're so happy yeah that you put something on stage for for either us or our castmates or even our audience members to find so listener um uh, this is this is something to keep in mind that when you go see the show keep an eye out for something that chase naylor has specifically hid on the stage and if you find it feel free to keep it just keep it All right, I think that's all the time we have, assuming that this has been five minutes. If it has, wow, I thought we weren't doing that anymore. Amazing! Assuming it wasn't, though. Oh, no, it's been more than five minutes. Twelve minutes and eleven seconds. Join us next episode in which we'll be talking to... We don't know who we're talking to. We're not sure. You know, you'll just have to wait and see. It's going to be like an Easter egg hunt. Kaylin, you don't do a lot of waiting and seeing in Easter egg hunts. But you do discover things in a lawn. (laughs) So join us on our lawn uh, next episode. Until then, I'm Nick Crawford. And I'm Kaylin Reeves. And remember, Cha-Cha Cheese Whiz.